Section 5 of Flowers of Free Thought, First Series. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Tommy Hersant, Carlsbad, California. Flowers of Free Thought, First Series by George William Foote, Section 5, Fighting Spooks. Spooks means ghosts, sprites, goblins, and other such phantasms. The word is not yet indenizened in England, but it will probably take out letters of naturalization here, settle down, and become a very respectable member of the English vocabulary. Twelve months ago I met an American in London who told me that he was a free thinker, but he did not trouble himself about free thought. His mind was made up on the supernatural, and he did not care to spend his time in, quote, fighting spooks, unquote. That is, being emancipated himself from superstition, he was indifferent about the matter, although millions of his fellow men were still in bondage. This American gentleman's remark shows how people can be misled by phrases. Fighting spooks is a pretty locution and every free thinker would admit that fighting spooks is a most unprofitable business but in reality it is not the aggressive secularist or atheist who fights these imaginary beings he fights those who do fight them which is a very different thing let the priests and preachers of all religions and denominations cease abusing the callow mind of childhood. Let them refrain from teaching their fanciful conjectures about the unseen. Let them desist from a peopling the air with the wild creations of their own lawless imagination. Let them tell no more than they know and confine their tongues within the strict limits of honest speech. Let them do this, and free thought will be happy to expire in the blaze of its triumph. There is no joy in fighting superstition any more than there is joy in attacking disease. Each labor is beneficent, and is attended by a relative satisfaction, but health is better than the best doctrine and mental sanity than the subtlest cure. The clergy are the fighters of spooks. They babble of gods who get angry with us, of devils who must be guarded against, of angels who fly from heaven to earth and earth to heaven, of saints who can do us good turn if they are properly supplicated. But the chief spooks are, of course, the devils, headed by the devil, Satan, Beelzebub, Lucifer, Abaddon, the serpent, in short, Old Nick. We have an army of red coats, said Old Fox, to fight the French, and an army of black coats to fight the devil, of whom he standeth not in awe. Before the great procession of humanity go the priests. Hush! they cry. The hedges are full of devils. Softly, gently, beloved, do not rush into unspeakable danger. 
we will bear the brunt of it out of our fatherly affection for you see we stand in front on the perilous edge of battle we dare the demons who lie in wait to catch your immortal souls we beat the bushes and dislodge them from their hiding places strong not in our own strength but in the grace of god and behold they fly uh, uh, did you not see them uh, did you not perceive the flutter of their black wings uh, did you not smell their sulphurous taint oh beloved the road is now clear the hedges are safe forward then uh, but uh, forget not our loyal services <laughs> remember beloved that the laborer is worthy of his hire and uh, uh, shell out the services of the black coats are imaginary and their payment should be of the same description let them live on their own faith and trust to him who fed elijah in the desert with sandwiches brought by raven's beaks clearly the belief in spooks is profitable to the clergy just as clearly it is expensive to the people whistling between the hedges is as good as keeping a parson but that is not the priest's teaching he says the spooks are real and he is the only person to keep them off grant the first point and the second is sure to follow but are the spooks real can the clergy show a single live specimen <laughs> they cannot and they know they cannot either for love or money why then does the business hold out because an imaginary spook is as good as a real spook if the clergy can twist and prejudice the youthful mind in their direction if a showman never lifts the curtain it does not matter whether he has anything or nothing on the other side the belief in spooks is more than profitable to the priests it enervates and paralyzes the human mind it is the parent of all sorts of mischief it is our worst inheritance from our savage progenitors the black spirits that haunted the swamps and forests of primeval ages and terrified the ape-man who lived in mystery and fear are not suffered to depart with the ignorance that gave them birth they are cultivated by priests and used to overawe the cradles and schools of civilization the free thinker does not fight spooks he would not waste an ounce of powder upon them he fights the fighters of spooks he assails the superstition on which they flourish he seeks to free the human mind from gratuitous fears he dispels the shadows and deepens the sunshine of life surely this is a good work whoever takes part in it is giving the race an unmixed blessing war with the army of enslavement 
down with the seducers of childhood, the spiritual profligates who debauch the youthful mind, banish them with their spooks from the school, the college, the court of justice, the hall of legislation. Let us train generations of sound minds in sound bodies, full of rich blood and nervous energy and frank inquiry and dauntless courage and starry hope, with faces that never pale at truth, hearts that hold no terms with falsehood, knees that never bend before power or mystery, heads that always keep a manly pose and eyes that boldly challenge all things from height to depth. End of section 5. Reading by Tommy Hersant, Carlsbad, California.